This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, August 19th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Advisor, Trump has farmers' backs. Canada stealing wheat market share. And could RFS waivers hurt Trump? Trump advisor, trade war isn't hurting farmers or the economy. White House Trade Advisor Peter Navarro denied that the trade war with China is a drag on the economy or threatening the livelihoods of farmers. President Trump, quote, has the backs of farmers, Navarro said yesterday on CNN. All the money we're taking in on tariffs, a lot of that is going right to the farmers to keep us whole. Let's make no mistake about it. China is targeting those farmers to buckle our knees. But keep in mind, Navarro's talking about the market facilitation program, which USDA is funding with its borrowing authority through the Commodity Credit Corporation. Navarro also insisted that it's China, not the U.S., that is suffering due to tariffs. China's bearing the entire burden of the tariffs. What we see here, unequivocally, is that China is bearing the burden by lowering their prices. And the Chinese take, well, a new anonymous op-ed in Xinhua, a Chinese government-controlled media outlet, warns the tariffs will still, quote, cause more pain to the U.S. side than the Chinese side. The op-ed went on to say that increasing U.S. tariffs on Chinese exports will merely show once again that China is not afraid of maximum pressure, will prove that there are no winners in a trade war, and that escalating economic and trade friction only harms China and the United States and the world at large. Canada. Wheat farmers snap up market share in China. Canadian farmers will be planting a lot more wheat because they're selling a lot more overseas, particularly to China in the absence of competing U.S. supplies. That according to a new analysis from the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. China continues to levy a 25% tariff on U.S. wheat along with many other farm goods during the ongoing trade war, and Canada has been able to capitalize on the situation. Canada is now forecast to export 24.5 million metric tons of wheat for the 18-19 market a year. That's up from 21.96 million the previous year. Canada's share of total Chinese wheat imports leaped to 60% in the 18-19 market a year, up from 32% in 2017-18. That is according to the Foreign Agriculture Service. Trump intervention on RFS raises ire. Trump's intervention with EPA to give refiners the latest round of waivers from the renewable fuel standard is drawing fire from Republicans as well as Democrats. Iowa Senator Joni Ernst says she's very disappointed in Trump for directing EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler to grant 31 out of 38 small refinery waivers for the 2018 compliance year. I think this is very damaging to him. Farmers are angry, Ernst told reporters after a town hall meeting this weekend in suburban Des Moines. The National Farmers Union and Congressional Democrats are also slamming Trump in the wake of a Reuters report about his personal involvement in the issue. Trump, quote, has declared his support and appreciation for America's farmers and ranchers, frequently calling them great patriots. But it's become abundantly clear that he is talking out of both sides of his mouth, says NFU President Roger Johnson. 
Democratic presidential candidate Cory Booker, a New Jersey senator, also criticized Trump. Booker said he would take the pain of rural America seriously, reject the influence of oil lobbyists at the EPA, and work tirelessly to make farmers part of the climate solution. While we're at it, a major producer of biodiesel and renewable diesel, World Energy, announced on Friday it's closing three of its plants in the wake of the new waivers being issued. The company said it would maintain essential staffing at these plants to keep the plants in a warm shutdown mode pending improved market conditions. Campaign 2020. Former NCGA president endorses. Democratic presidential candidate Amy Klobuchar won the endorsement of a former president of the National Corn Growers Association that Iowa producer Pam Johnson. Klobuchar, a Minnesota senator who has championed the renewable fuel standard, has been struggling to get traction in Iowa where she's running a distant sixth in the latest Real Clear Politics average of polls. Another prominent corn grower leader in Iowa who leans Democratic, Bruce Rauer, has yet to endorse a candidate. He says he is concentrating on doing as much as he can to educate the candidates on ag policy. Tough farm economy bites deer. With farmers pulling back on new machinery purchases, Deer & Company reported net income of $899 million for the third quarter ending July 28, 2019, sales dropping 3% to $8.97 billion during the same period. John Deere's third quarter results reflected the high degree of uncertainty that continues to overshadow the agriculture sector. That the word of Samuel R. Ellen, chairman and chief executive officer. Concerns about export market access, near-term demand for commodities such as soybeans, and overall crop conditions have caused many farmers to postpone major equipment purchases. At the same time, general economic conditions remain positive and are contributing to strong results for Deere's construction and forestry business. For the first nine months of the year, net income was $2.532 billion dollars or $7.87 a share, compared with $1.584 billion, or $4.82 a share, for the same period last year. Livestock haulers have their way on our rule. Livestock haulers will have a chance to weigh in on the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration's proposal to adjust its hours of service rule at two public listing sessions in August and in September. The federal agency is proposing to give livestock haulers more flexibility by allowing them to divide their 10-hour mandatory rest time into separate segments, one at least seven hours long, and also give them an option to take an extended break between 30 minutes and three hours, which pauses their on-duty clock. FMCSA also is proposing to modify the adverse driving conditions exception by extending by two hours of the maximum window during which driving is permitted. The listening sessions are scheduled for August 23rd in Dallas and for a as-yet-unscheduled date in September in Washington. The National Pork Producers Council called the proposal expected in the Federal Register this week a smart, common-sense approach to maintain highway safety. Here's today's He Said It. What did the grape say when it got stepped on? Nothing, but it let out a little whine. 
that Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue telling a joke on Twitter. Purdue's earlier joke in Minnesota about two farmers in a basement being a wine cellar fell flat, or as Purdue said, it got a few groans. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, August 19th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Dowling.